Hey, yo. The Jerk Practice Podcast has paid me to wish you, their audience, a happy love day. I'd say the other phrase, but it's a bit overblown if you ask me. I am also legally prevented from saying the other words out loud. It's a whole thing. You see, I'm Cupid. Don Cupid. Of course you know my brother, that pigeon wing charm cheeked hack. He's had work done, and he has a problem with the ponies. But you didn't hear it from me. Anyways, he's the face of the holidays, and I'm not bitter. I'm a hang drywall in Staten Island 394 days a year, but that does not mean I do not have the same family mojo. I ain't no slouch in the matchmaking department. You want to check my resume? Cool. Here we go. Kim and Kanye. Brad and Angelina. Sonny and Cher's solo career. That lady's got a voice like an angel. And speaking of angels, I got Adele in Las Vegas. I got tickets up front if you need them. I got Hope in the city of Cincinnati. Nothing beats a river town. You guys ever heard of Benifer? That's right. Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck. I also did Ben and J-Lo Part 1. I got Neil Young and Spotify. I got Joe Rogan and some not-so-nice language. I got the Learning Channel and P.T. Barnum's business model. A font of knowledge, indeed. And now I'm going to go off the top of my head. Here we go. We got some more. I got Ev and Essence. I got concerts and charging for water. I got New and Coke. I got Coke in the 80s. I got your mom and Steve. And you're right for never calling him dead. I got blue check marks and dipshits. I got Steve and Coke. Your mom's better off without him. Okay, do, 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 do. I got a lightning round. Here we go. I got coffee and sauerkraut. I got bananas and kimchi. I got sugar and Old Spice. Smells nice. I got Biden and Putin. Ding dong, never wrong. I got TikTok and gentrification. I also got gentrification in an affordable urban neighborhoods. Sure, I'd love a glass of rosé. Ding! I also got salt and vinegar yogurt, Betty White and B. Arthur, jazz in the state of Utah, your childhood movies and their time-appropriate sequels, and drumroll please, I got Valentine's Day and the day after the Super Bowl. That one is me. You're welcome. So on that note, I will leave you with this old timeless chestnut. May your dong always be strong and your ride sturdy. And when you find passion's pit, may you both always squirty. Unless it's you, fellas. Come on, let's not come too soon, all right? Here we go. But anyways, these moats wanted me to say something along the lines of, we love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Merry Love Day. Find me on Cameo. I'm Don Cupid. Rhymes with stupid. I'm out. Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Hans has retired. It's been so long. Did you say schlong? <laughs> I did, oh thank God. I was like, Hans has already grown old and retired. It's taken so long. It actually looks real good. Oh fuck, why did I say that? <laughs> Because I, I got to scream at a that? bunch of inanimate objects for the last, I don't know, 20 minutes. It does look better. I don't have a poor connection signal on the Facebook anymore. Let's 
I don't know where it's we the, left off. It's the old Great Ohio River connection. It's not. This is better though. It's too. You got too many Ohioans uh, googling. Um, I don't know. Uh, Boomer or Joey Burrows, Joey Ice. I was just gonna say 1988 Super Bowl <laughs> blunder. <laughs> Fucking hate Boomer Esiason. Fucking hate I that know. guy. Me too. That oh. toe-headed blonde fool. Apparently he's a piece of... I don't want to even get it. Apparently, just from what I heard from uh, a guy we listened to... You're not going to be on his podcast anytime soon, so... He, he, Do it. Preach, preach, brother, preach! I guess he's just one of those uber-competitive guys where he like lost his mind at a charity baseball game in Staten Island. I got it. And I'm just yeah. like, I fucking... It's like the guy who's like, let's go out. Sure. He's the guy that ruins your golf out sure. or you know what i mean you're like hey i'm at a comedic celebrity dunk festival right and you're like my dunks are better than yours it's like you have a giant purple basketball like take it easy bro right exactly uh yeah you have a pizza hut larry bird street ball you know <laughs> oh man that was oof. i feel like that was the only basketball in watertown south dakota for a while that was, but can we be honest, like, bring, that's, that, that to me and VHSs from McDonald's are truly a sign of better times. And I know that's yes. me coming from a privileged place where those times were terrible for a lot of people and oh, times are bad course, now. Yes. But to me, when I think about being able to get a hot steaming pizza, and it was hot and steaming. And good. So obvious, yeah. And, and that like, kale was not for eating. That was just for setting up the salad bar. It, right, right. Well, no, I'm talking about getting it delivered. And the fucking delivery guy not Brought only carried a, a pizza to your door. No, uh -huh. that was pizza. Yeah. He carried a basketball. He was dribbling a sweet street <laughs> ball. I, I mean, Larry Bird on. Street. And then going to McDonald's, it's like, not supersize it. Do you want... Dances with Wolves for an extra $5. Oh, Fuck. my God. Yes, I do. And that's when VHSs were not, like, let's be honest. Like, they were 20 bucks at the time. That, but the, the the collection of movies you could choose, and I watched the the spools out of those McDonald's ones. It was Wayne's like World? Raiders of the Lost Ark, Dances with Wolves, and, like, uh, Overboard. Like it's like the weirdest the dreams. combo of movies. And Wayne's Field World were also involved because <laughs> I had an argument with my mom. I was like, "You got it. We got them all, but Wayne's World." She's like, "I've heard. I don't know. You got to do Wayne's World." Oh, I feel so like good. they were still doing that gimmick when we lived in Minneapolis because it was like order a Papa John's pizza and get Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, like DVD, right? Yeah. I and they were like, just too easy then. But that's too easy for me. Right. I remember cereal. I need a guy dribbling the basketball. I need you to deliver me the VHS. Yeah. I mean, a basketball. That's awesome. Yes. That is toys. Toys I ordered for a pizza adults. and I got toys. Come <laughs> like on. Like a man, a teenager who was smoking... Ripping some J's in that car was like cool. I'm gonna put a little flourish on this. Yeah, we're going the... to the Frywald House. Oh, it's right next to Highland Park. I mean, I'll get in the pickup <laughs> gang. I'll 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 put this pizza up as my collateral. I'm gonna put a little road work on this. Ba the basketball. It's got to have the grit. I will proper say proper grit for those listening that 
the small percentage that understand what we're talking about understand it with a passion. Because just yes. talking about it brings me some serious joy. Ah, oh, if only. If I could go back in time as we talk about maybe every other episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know going back and get a basketball. Is that hard? But I might go back and get a get a Casey's gas station pizza. Yeah. That might be yeah. some of the best. A nice sweet tea. Food. Yeah, something. A Lipton's. A, a brisk baby. <laughs> oh, brisk. They, um... Uh, since we're going back in time real quick, going back to the last episode, I, we did think potentially we besmirched Mm -hmm. a beloved cast member, Dennis from head of the class. I did some research and watched some behind the scenes video because I guess he loved to don't trust a guy who's like, no, I'm going to carry my own camcorder around. And yes, no, you're the camcorder guy. I got in my pocket. Don't worry about it. And he's the boss, and this is a good example for any guy who still makes the argument like, hey, you know what? You're you're in charge of your own body. Like, this is just another guy. Like, watch these videos, and it's a perfect example of how you have to toe the line with a creepy male, I guess, or female, whatever, but a creepy boss, somebody in power that holds your career in their hands because when he comes on the screen and he's around like, Ariana Grande, because he's responsible for iCarly, for all of Victorious. All, yes. all he's they consider him the most successful children's producer, children's show producer Ugh. of all time. Which and when, once you start to think. the way their body language changes as he comes in and does these bad jokes and he'll massage their shoulders and shit, you're just like fucking it must have been horrible. To be, and then of sure. course he resigned, and now, and you can tell why. I don't. It didn't show any like actual, you know, whatever uh, actual assault on these videos. Obviously, it wouldn't. But you could just, if you were on a read the room, it fucking reads. Get this fucking head of the class has been out of my fucking. You can right exactly. You can see that sea sight. change energy. Like you and I have children. Yeah. Oh. And we are around other kids. For and sure. Some of those kids think like I like I'm I'm the goofy funny one. <laughs> but like, like you know when someone enters a space and you can just see it. And oh, it doesn't even 100%. have to be like uh, like I'm a dad now, so like I'm uh, hyper aware of surroundings. But it's like even just from comedy when you just go, ah, Jesus. The room just goes up and ah, down. This fucking yeah, guy. deflate. Yeah, ah, this fucking person. They have let a... alone having to attach all of that nasty possible nastiness, right? And their kids, even the the male kids, even the 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 voice. Oh, and even I don't know if you ever watched iCarly, but there's an actor in it who's actually pretty funny. She plays. He's an adult. She play. He plays mm. like her caregiver, who's his like. You know, it's his cousin's brother or something. Right, yeah. Um, and the first shot I've watched, this Dennis, I can't think of the guy's name. Jer- I'm sure it's Jerry Reed or something. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, he comes in and, like, does a horrible joke. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to leave you alone. And he just plants a wet kiss on this guy's cheek. And you're just like, Ugh. you guys don't have that relationship. But he nope. has that fucking power move. Yes, it's hand. He's got the hand. Seinfeld in the parlance of Seinfeld. Oh, poor, 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 poor. Uh, Also, uh, rewind back. We talked Patrick Duffy. 
somebody's listening because old Patrick Duffy's getting married to some extra from Happy Days. Hey, Good for him. Oh, oh. Yeah. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do a, a cross the multiverse of madness. Like we got Dallas is gonna meet Happy Days. Dallas meets Happy Days. Thank you, National Enquirer. I was telling you, I got a copy of <laughs> National Enquirer, and I was you like, you know what? The, like, yeah. Before we podcast, sometimes I go on and see strange news. All I got to do is get a free National Enquirer. Scientology's on the on the chopping block on, this on week. Uh oh, hello. Uh, we'll and see I if we'll, we'll see if it's here next week. I have a couple things marked here. I don't want to go too into it. One of the big stories is how Full House is hexed because obviously, sadly, Bob Saget died. But the only other hexes are kind of, not even kind of, are great things or non-things. Like, <laughs> two of the hexes, and I didn't go into reading like, it. How do you describe a hex? We're about to find out your descript- your, your definition of a hex. So, John Stamos apparently had a DUI. Okay. Oof. All right. Um, Hexable offense. Lori Laughlin went to jail mm-hmm. for the college scandal. Hex, sure, I guess. Sure. But then the last two is like it's just unfortunate. Mary Kate got divorced. Uh-huh. All right. And the last one is like, is she hex or like Jody Sweeten's been clean and sober for over a decade? I was just gonna say if they don't include Jody Sweeten's journey as a human, like come on. But she's just she's on a successful just... reboot and she's been sober yeah. for a decade. Just goes to show you. Uh, let's see, Dog the Bounty Hunter. It's game in the system, as usual. <laughs> Pat Sajak gets mad at neighbor. Wheelman oh. Pat spins out over noisy neighbors. Casey, gets mad at neighbor. You should see. I guarantee you, there's no neighbor within a mile around him. No. Pat no Sajak's palatial estate picture. They that have man here. has property. This looks like something in the Chinese Olympics. Like it's beautiful. He's wearing wolf furs. Yes. Like, that's how much land he has. He's like a Game of Thrones baron. Dude's fucking money. Oh, uh, first pig heart transplant, which is amazing. Ooh. Actually, very true. First pig heart transplant into a human. Of course, their title is Pig Heart Transplant Brings Home the Bacon. <laughs> you can't even resist. No. You can't help yourself. Let's see... Uh, oh my god, I'm almost to the best, because obviously they have to sell garbage in here for their advertisements. Yeah. Yo, hell yeah. Um, pig, you gotta sell those pig hearts. Gotta sell the, that pig heart store. You gotta pay the pig heart reporter. Casey, <laughs> this is fucking beautiful, especially because you and I are from the land of Terry Redland, and oh, while it's not a Terry Redland, it's one tier above Terry Redland. It's a guy called Thomas Kincaid. He's the painter of light. You. Yeah, it's painter of light, yep. And they his his estate industry or whatever is worth a billion dollars because of the schlepping they've done. And Casey, mm-hmm. just when you think you're like, oh yeah, they put his painting on a Turvis tumbler, like what a sellout. This is a Thomas Kincaid dog funeral bench. So it's a bench <laughs> you put at your dog's burial site or pet. It's a dog funeral. Not only is it a dog bench. You gotta go even further. Yep. Well, when he when they die, it has paw prints that light up on it. It's oh. customizable. It says "You left paw prints oh, on my heart" and has a beautiful Thomas Kincaid 
picture of light of a waterfall we're the kincaid nephews that didn't exist that's the jerk practice podcast it's like how can we that's the schemiest of schemes dog funeral he paints light it's not only is it your dog it's your dog's death and it's not even like a a a vessel for the ashes it's just a i guess it's a a it's a monolith it's a beautiful monolith 99.99 is the price of course you can't not bad. All right, now I'll 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 give you that penny. I'll slide that penny across. I would almost. I don't have disposable dog death bench money, but I might get it for you know. <laughs> might get it for just a display rack or something. <laughs> so people are gonna be like, "What the uh, fuck?" Is... Oh, Casey. Oh, oh man, poor Leland's gonna have a a dog bench. As you sit on your dog bench, though, you can enjoy a Semper Fi American whiskey. Uh, what do you call those? Glass decanter. It has a eagle flag statue behind it. It says Semper can... Fi. Fill with your of favorite course. PTSD drowning feelings <laughs> beverage. You can get it Air Force, Army, Marine cool. Corps, when, customized. When I when I lift the plug, does it play Paint It Black as I oh. lift it, and then you just put it down? No, it just tells. Indeed, uh, indeed, indeed. It, it just repeats the names of all the people that were in your platoon that are either <laughs> living in a tent or killed themselves in a tent. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know your readers went, because how dated does it have to be to be Betty got Boop Betty statues? Boop. Who's Come going Betty on. Boop these days? Betty I... Boop? When's the last time you thought about Betty Boop? I, it's true. It's like, I don't know. Like, it's like, ooh, that's still enticing to me. Again, a I, big-headed, curvy little little person. Are those Betty Boop statues on your dog's deathbed? Yes. <laughs> bench. Death bench. They're, they're about to be. I. You know what? I'm going to put it in. Guys, if I Could die and you guys are still around, I want a dog's death bench at my, I don't know what I'll be. Put it wherever you throw my bones, you know. Oh, like, your bones go one place. That dog bench, that's the place of prominence. Oh, yeah. Forget you go think about, about the bones. bones. It's my bone thinking bench. <laughs> Put that in your garden. <laughs> uh, that's not bad. Obviously, Ooh. I don't want to be course, buried or take up space unnecessarily. I always just cremated because... This world's yeah. got enough. Or put me in, honestly, one of those body farms or whatever I think is cool. Donate me, whatever. But keep a few of my bones to make a bone bench. Ooh, just for sitting on and thinking. Yeah. Maybe a skin journal. That's Take creepy. a moment. But bones. <laughs> skin journal. It's for writing good comedy bits. Yeah. The only comedy bits. None of you your gotta fears. You got to put it underneath. I want nothing. I want no real thoughts. I want only comedy sketches about weird big toes and... And I want... I've got... Duncan Larry Bird basketballs. I've got recognizable tattoos, so I don't want... I got to have some tattoo skin on there so it proves. They're like, holy shit, that's... I think that's really his that's skin. His actual skin. Feel it. It's got a mole on it. <laughs> Probably the cancerous mole that takes me out. <laughs> and that bone bench is just that one bone because it's like eh, it's, a, it's the only serviceable bone we have is the one leg. 
Oh wait, it's so the squeaky leg is it like more like one of those like skinny planks that people had to like teeter on in World War One as they sat next to each other and take dumps? You know, like <laughs> they just had to rest over a plank. Oh, that's un. By the way, <laughs> excuse me, I got a uh, tight lungs these days. Fingers crossed. Um, you don't have to take a dump next to your comrade in World War One. No. I maybe otherwise they're doing it everywhere, but it's a big Flanders is a big field. You can go off uh, I would behind say something. I'm with you. I would maybe probably be the guy who's like that fucking old Van Heel went over the hedge to take a dump because he was he didn't want to take a dump next to me. What a douche. And uh, someone like a German sniper shoots. I was just gonna say you probably take one in the back of the head. You're right. You're right. I would gladly take one in the back of the cranium because <laughs> I w- I was being a nice trench mate. Yeah, and that's like, true. You know what, Hunty? You know what, Hunty? I love you. We're from the same place. We just got to know each other. We have nicknames now. You know what I'm not gonna do? I'm not gonna shit where you fall asleep out of sheer terror. Meanwhile, I'm spread eagle like, what's wrong with you wiping my ass with a dead plague rat? Come on. <laughs> then we're going to fry this up with some tack and jam. It goes in one, comes out the other. It tastes all good. I love World War One, like how you entered it and you can read the novels or whatever, like uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Like they go into it like, we are Britain, we're going to fight the war. Bringing home the bread and butter, cause that's what it's for. And like their national anthem or their war anthem shifted so quickly to like, we ate the rat stew and the jelly is a shame. We kill in the Hanses because they's to blame. And you've got like little kids singing here. It's like, I don't, ugh. I don't that like went, that went quick. Yeah. You guys shift. I mean, obviously it did. Uh, yeah, you and I suiting up. Ukraine? Ooh, I don't, I, yeah, I don't. Maybe we can be the good morning Vietnam guys. Give them the podcast in the morning to get them ramped up. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Just to force them off the ship. (laughs) These guys are still talking about Star Wars. I don't know. That's, I would, I would, they'd they'd trick us and we'd be on the front lines. In front of those tanks, they're like, oh, yeah, "Yeah, sure, sign up. We'll, you'll just be the podcast guys." Oh no, like totally. When when I was a younger man, I'm probably the guy in the group. I'm I'm the the thick the thickest guy, and they're like, "Go in that rat hole, chase down some Vietcong." I'm like, "I guess, but I can't fit too good." And they're like, "He's just the one who says yes." He's just the one who says yes. He's the guy who doesn't poop next to me. He goes, I, I, I'd rather poop over here next to this old landmine. That, that, that's a me too. I'm the guy who carries around the typewriter because I'm documenting. So I have a typewriter instead of a <laughs> of a M16, and I'm like, oh man, I feel so much more comfortable that I don't have a gun because why would they shoot me? I'm the guy oh, without a gun, <laughs> and they'd be like, yeah, you're good, man. We got your back. And I'd be sent in the same rat hole behind you. They're like, yeah, go in there uh, where we're hearing that old funny wordsy, clicking noise. Old Wordsy Frywald over here always taking notes, writing poems. Old Wordsy. 
Oh, and I'd be the guy who lets it slip that I saw somebody <laughs> shooting heroin between his toes to our commanding officer. So they'd frag me alongside him. You're the guy who Rambo frees from the concentration camp in the 80s because you were taken hostage. So the, all of the POW flags are about you because we're like, well, old Wordsy Frywald just went into the jungle to write stories and never came back. I'm the one guy left. Just I'm the one guy left with the oldest Vietnamese guy. I could, just like, I'm not going to let you. It's like, <laughs> it's like a sitcom. It's like, should you let him go? Eh, I'd rather stay. That is not a bad idea. Like, right? can we bring back an era of a Hogan's Heroes where it's like, it can be a comment on whatever you want or not. Just of course it can. Silly Viet Cong. Like, is that offensive? It's like, I don't know. It was 40 years ago. He's ribbing the guards. This fifty years old. The war he ended born... twenty years earlier. <laughs> they just do they love each other or do they hate each other? Right. We're about to find out. He's always escaping, but thinking last minute, like I better go back. But if I if I run away, then what's going to happen what's to my he friend? Gonna do? What's He's going to get in trouble, and I don't want him to get in trouble. With who? It's just you two out there. And the... It's my dad. <laughs> it's, one of those, it's, like, it's always right. Like, it's really sad, like Quantum Leap, but he's always like, his dad and his sons. He's always got a letter. He's always writing. He's always trying to send that letter to his lost love. And it's like. Just throws it in the ocean. Is his lost love his captor? Oh. The whole time? So he, the captor, falls in love with him. Because he just reads the letters because there's no way he's sending them out. Plus, all this guy's family <laughs> died 20 years ago. Exactly. They're all long dead from sure. the maladies of modern age. Hmm. And he's still alive because he's living in the jungle. Eating frugal, living life, working, climbing trees, Is digging there ditches. anything more terrifying than the actual story of those Vietnamese soldiers who... Or was it World War Two? I believe it was actually World War Two. Those Japanese soldiers, oh, the probably Japanese Vietnamese, guys who... who just went into the woods, either didn't hear that the war was over or refused to accept it. So, you know, in beautiful parts of the world, like Japan's beautiful. So as you go to yeah. that part of the world, maybe as a tourist or whatever, they're like, careful, um, there's yeah. still World War Two soldiers in there. And you're like, what? It's 1983. And then you it's hear the 70s. We're making a sexy movie. Just fucking things rustling behind. Like, what was that? He's got a saber, of course. Fuck. And a pistol with two, two, two slugs left. Solo slugs left. Once for him, one maybe for you. You don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I always kept one for him. Always. Oh, my God. What did I hear recently about? Oh! I watched that documentary. Have you heard anything creepier than this? I watched a documentary. You've seen it. For anybody out there, interesting. I'm not going to say it's amazing, but uh, an interesting take on the era. It's called Murder at Starved Rock. It's on HBO. Oh, yes. Won't get too into it other than it's kind of your classic true crime. This guy's been in prison forever of a horrible murder that took place. Is he guilty? Is he not? He's fucking guilty. There's a lot of swords in there. But they talk about an earlier crime he did where he sexually assaults a woman. But the woman's like, I can remember his face. I can also remember that he rolled a bullet around in his mouth the entire time he was assaulting me. And I'm just like, that image and that clanking sound of that fucking 
22 in that guy's teeth. There's something real, real visceral about that. That's some dentist like, shit right there. Who's the Who's the monster that made you a monster? Right. Yeah. And you have a whole fistful of bullets, like they were like candy. <laughs> no, I remember that moment. And I was just like, nah. just the act of the act of the crime, obviously, but also right. then going like, wait, but I'm gonna do a horrific crime. But you know what I need to do? Throw a bullet in my mouth. Like what? Like too much work. It's too much extra work. The intimidation factor is like I think this will up at a level, and it does. Uh, it, of course, it does. Side note on that documentary: How jerk practicing was that lineup that they put him in? It was <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> It's like I, a Looney Tunes thing. It's just the short, like, fat guy, oldest man you've ever seen, <laughs> Asian guy, African American, like, and then this guy. They're like, I think, and it then was the guy, the, the guy, guy that is actually accused. guilty, right? So you look and go, uh, "Cool, that guy is the shortest man I've ever seen. <laughs> that man's the oldest man I've ever seen. That's a bearded lady. There are lady. no black people or Asian people that live here, so I think it's this guy. I think this is the guy." How did they let a picture of that survive? How Why did they keep still, a straight face bringing in that line? bullet in his mouth? Take that yeah, bullet! Exactly. Spit it out! Spit it out! Spit it out! Oh my god. No, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, um, tattooed man in the 50s. Ta- man with tattoos on his face in the right. 50s with a shotgun shell in his <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> That's what I think. I mean, I sent you that text. I was like, that sums up the late 1950s. Oh my for me, god! Is yes. greasy guy kills old old kills your grandma? I, it does really fe- felt like once Doesn't you made it? that like, analysis, I was like, that is like fucking in cold blood. Like I can feel it. It's in my just, bones. Like I don't know why. I, I mean, I guess the 50s aren't aren't that great. Yeah, right. Of an era for the world history. Yeah, let exactly. alone American history. But for me, it's always just greasy guys kill grandmas <laughs> like it's just yep you're like yeah that's like why would because you start to peel the onion you're like but why would he and it's like i don't know because he could i guess right you're not getting they caught were right there they th- were going on a, a walking tour but they're also grandmas they weren't wearing like hiking gear Mm-mm. like it's the worst thing ever i um uh, one gotta spit this phlegm out um, two, <clears throat> uh, I think there's something about the fifties and I was going to call them outliers, but they're probably not, yeah. but there's something about what we were actually taught and hopefully mm-hmm. isn't taught in the same way about how, uh, amazing and the boom, cause there was obviously an economic boom and it was post-World War II and things were on the yeah. rise. Clearly all these people that, that survived, you know, World War II that were soldiers so we got that boon. Like- that brought them many of them out out of poverty, out mm-hmm. of the yada yada, um, suburbans, all that stuff. But like, there is a weird juxtaposition there when you hear this story because they're like, "Wait a minute, is it malt shops and duops, or is it, you know, this uh, Courtney Weger or whatever his fucking name is, you know, killing an old aunt?" And it's like, "Wait, this guy's disturbed." Because even then, maybe there's this glossy sheen of just like it's almost like the fifties are the fifties are the twenty first century South Dakota. If 
fucking bottle yes. those emotions down. Mm-hmm. Everybody be quiet, but it was a national endemic. A national be quiet. A national be quiet. So when somebody was finally like, I can't be quiet anymore! I'm gonna take it out on somebody I can. <laughs> and it's not gonna be on this garage monkey. It's not gonna be on this, <laughs> what is the, what are they called? People that work on cars? Wrench monkeys? Uh, a grease monkey. Oh, that sounds offensive. Which may be spicy. Yeah, sorry. Well, it's not gonna be on these, you know, because people mechanic. didn't work. People didn't mechanic. People didn't work out in the fifties. <laughs> they just worked hard jobs that kept yes. them in steaks and potatoes. You could like that's the, again when we were just <laughs> talking like placing ourselves like being Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I also place myself the idea of going to do that th- the thing you fought in the shit. Yeah, you can't. You come back. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a sexy job. You're a fucking mechanic. Right. You literally have the exact same job that your dad had or your mom had. Or you were doing. If, if you're lucky. In the trench. Like, you're like, a lot of those guys got jobs because they were like, yeah, in uh, Bayonne, I was uh, yeah. working on Jeeps. And they're like, all right, well, I guess you, okay, and I guess you can Jeep. pump this gas and fill these tires, you know, like. You got automotive experience, and they're like, I read a lot of maps in, uh, you know, again, Bastogne, and they're like, <laughs> all right, well. At least you have both your eyes. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, I guess you can, uh, um, I don't know, translate, I guess you can pay, twine you these can, newspapers. <laughs> you can pave a road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like roads? Pave it. <laughs> Thank you for oh, your you service. took the you took a road into the butcher's garden <laughs> into, into the eagle's nest. Yeah, I guess you can paint these <laughs> dotted lines the in the center of this one. <laughs> Thanks, Ike. Oh, uh, uh, how many cigarettes I get? A lot. Okay, cool. I'm good. Oh, the air of cigarettes, man. Smoking a cigarette on the side of that road. Do we? I saw a lot of roads in Europe. We came home, saw more roads. Do you trade, though, <clears throat> the prevalence? Because I just said I'd, I'd, at one, mm-hmm. one point in this podcast, I'd like to go back to the days of pizza, pizzas, and street basketballs sure, for an extra yes. two bucks. But then we you're also the going back to the days the of the guy making your pizza with the cigarette in his mouth, and everybody's still like, you also go back to very unhealthy practices. I think I'd yes. take it because the information's out there. I the information's I out there. I think, I think we're a little too coddled it. these days. I'm with you. I go I go that every always. Like am I crazy? And not that probably, I'm saying like, <laughs> I'm demanding service of myself. I'm I feel like and I'm not a libertarian. And again, I worked in bars so I'd probably change my mind immediately. Yeah. But I got to tell you, if I had a vote tomorrow, I'd fucking let people smoke in bars again. And then yeah. let oh, the 100%. owners use their autonomous decision, which I'm sure. You say yay or nay. Last time somebody's. You, if you've been in a smoky bar, you do go like, ooh, this you know. isn't pleasant. But to some people, they get used to it, yeah. back used to it in a week. Oh, of course. Like, we are all of the era of the end of that. I remember like it well. Both of my grandparents smoked. So when we went out to eat with them, they we would either sit in the section 
And the smoking section? Sexier section. Nicer place. Mm -hmm. Looks better. Higher. It was always raised. And this could just be my memory, but it was like, oh, the, the place of prominence. Like, oh, we're going smoking. Non-smoking? Lower. Other. And I'm telling you, don't cancel us on Spotify, but I'm also going to say this. Secondhand smoke is a nuisance, not a genuine health risk in the sense that maybe, yeah, maybe there's a tiny percentage. But the Mm -hmm. way it was sold by the other side to, let's say, I'm not talking about it's telling people to stop smoking isn't very important. I think because it's really dangerous. More importantly, telling kids that it is super addictive. And if you're an actual smoker, which I was for many years, but if you do it, it's not. But if you do it, you do it. You have the choice, but you should be educated because it's definitely been romanticized due to the tobacco company. So I'm not saying that, but I'm also saying don't put your foot on my neck if I want to do it because I'm only making myself unhealthy. But they shifted it, and whoever they Mm -hmm. is, advocates. I truly don't think, and somebody hit me back, don't take us off Spotify, somebody hit me back with science that says, no, it's absolutely detrimental to I people, but I don't think, think, so. I don't think so. And believe me, I've been secondhand smoked out it recently. It smells, it's gross, it's in your face. I wouldn't, I'd be like, what are you, are you literally it smoking like inside next to me? No all thanks. All the years we but, lived in New York, right. we would come back to Watertown and go to a Watertown bar, yeah. and you can still smoke, and it you're like, uh-huh, cool. You come home and they're like, you were at the bars. Yeah. I think it's a, it's like a scratch and sniff. Like, you know, I was out. Sorry. Uh, yeah. And so, but I got to tell you, there was conflicting feelings when I go back to the bar where I was like, this is gross, but I get used to it in 10 minutes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the other part is me like, oh, this kind of feels more right because- Yes. I, just, I don't know. There's something that I just don't like certain things shoved down my throat. And I don't know why I'm going on the soapbox, but you know what else I don't think? And I'm suffering right now from having an extra 10 pounds on. I don't think you should tell me I can't drink too many salty beverages or cholesterol. <laughs> like, I salty be- I just, I think there's too many regulations that are fucking just consuming so much bullshit time and money Uh, and i hate diabetes people like it's just like the dog pile it's just the dog pile it's like oh cool i'm gonna use this so you know me no me 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 me. i want to talk i want to talk like it doesn't like i get it you're a politician like your job is to stay in power and your job is to get reelected. stay busy so it's all of that Look busy like busy. body, busy body bullshit. Because you know what happens after that? After everybody's like, or whatever. And again, I don't think of it other than right here. Like, I don't give it a second mm-hmm. thought. Yeah. Um. But when they put stupid ass regulations like that, then they carry over to like, why you can't fix the fucking subway? Because you dropped a regulation here. You can't work after yeah. this. You can't do this because it affects this and this and this. And I'm not saying... Like, we should keep logging because just have some common sense. It's either like, yes. fucking let it all fly, or I'm going to be, I don't, there's, well, let's just say, like, I'm going to fucking go after California. Really cool place, but fucking stop harshing my buzz, dude. 
Oh no, totally. But it, it it does. It gets into the like, can I can I fix this thing? Can I like live my life? Like, nope. you can't. I can't fix the the i my my iPad stops working. I'm not allowed to try and fix it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's you, proprietary. You're not allowed. Yeah. It's just broken by I'm a new one. About. Yep. Yep. How do we get on that? We're head of the class. We're the smart class today. We are. And everybody's like, no, nothing you said is <laughs> and, and mainly harmful, mainly mis- disinformation. You're the only two guys still debating smoking in bars, I think, 25 years later. <laughs> Who are going to debate up, smoke, smoke more in bars. <laughs> I argue there's not enough smoke in a bar. So I've changed. I've literally not changed my attitude since because I was a smoker. I was. 22 when I got passed, and I remember being with our, our boy, Adam Mancona, and we're like, if they fucking ban smoking, we're gonna burn down Liquor Lyles! <laughs> so like, it's like, dude, just smoke outside. But but also, I think, but you're, like, you're on, you're getting on to something. It's like, if we're going into Liquor Lyles, which is two-for-one drinks. Three times a day. Three times a day. No limit on how many drinks you can order at a time. No, 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 no. Exactly. It's amazing. Uh, you got a guy I was just telling an, somebody. Uh, like an Iron Cross tattoo flexing his nightstick. That was retractable. Just waiting. Which is now challenge. illegal. Thanks, government. Challenge me. Challenge me. Yeah. It was like fucking smoking there then. Yeah. I drank 25 White Russians. Which is more dairy than a human should consume. It's banned now. Let alone the alcohol content. You and know, it's just it's like it's just smoking there. Then fuck it. I don't know if it's a if it's a den of sin. If we're gonna label it yes. a den of sin, yep. Just like smoke cigarettes then. Right. You're already there. You're already. And if you want to show up and just smoke cigarettes and don't drink, that's fine. Just smoke. And here's the hey, here's the Henning. I'm going after you now. <laughs> Oregon just legalized, and I know there's nuance to it, recreational drug use. But you mm-hmm. will fucking go to the Hooskow if you light up at the vegan craft beer bar. If you light up a oh, cigarette. You're you know what I mean? Red? But you can tug a heroin toot <laughs> down the street, and if somebody g- gasps at you, I think police will come after you. Uh, he breathed on my tent while I was doing heroin, officer. <laughs> I think he smokes. Um, and I, you know what? I feel double cheated. I was coming into my prime, smoking in bars. Now I'm an alcoholic, mm-hmm. and all I want is to be in the program I'm in because you don't promote. Yep. And I want to be sitting there in a smoky basement, just a smoke. And I want to put my hand up to share some war story, but first I want to go. And then put that cigarette out in an ashtray. And then as I start talking, I go, here's the deal. And then I go, and then continue my story. Cheated out of my fucking smoky room. (laughs) You know what I mean? Smoky church basement. Oh, man. Come on. Cheap coffee, (laughs) cigarette smoke. Couple One after the other. Legs shaking. Come on. Yeah, donuts. Can't even. Come on. Oh man! Speaking of shaky legs and smoking cigarettes, yeah. we uh, went to my parents were very nice enough to like we did it before COVID. Yeah, uh, they got us <laughs> tickets for Disney on Ice. Oh, oh yeah! You sent me an image. I saw them biff it. Uh, so it was awesome. I'm sure. Of course, I'm sure. 
But also the three of us going into a stadium surrounded by people. Right. Just, it, it's a lot to take in. Yeah, I think we're also, psychologically fucked up. Yeah. As a as a dumb dad, of like, we, we split off. My parents bought the tickets, and they gave us a little extra cash so Harvey could get some get some good stuff. Not, yeah, sure. So, nice. Ash and Harvey went to the, the toy stand, and I went to the, the concessions, and was just like... The stadium prices. I'm sure. Were they selling drafts? Uh, they were amazing. Uh, so it's like eleven, and I get up, and it's just like as I'm processing, I just it's like pull the trigger moment. I was like, I'm uh, take a uh, uh, peanuts and uh. And uh, water, and uh, and uh, a Miller Light, and uh, and uh, and so I'm I'm walking through the stadium. I was like, why did I buy a bag of peanuts? <laughs> like it's you're an old soul. I'm in, a, I'm in in a stadium. It smells like a stadium. It feels sure. like a stadium. It's game day. That's what you do when you go to the stadium. Buy peanuts, and it's just single dads families like it's just you're like you're the literally the only guy in the entire state of ohio that bought a bag of peanuts for disney on ice how many peanuts in were you like fucking salty like staley like what two two peanuts in you were like i regret this where do i put the shell I was like, ah, or Maggie eats the shell. One, one shell. You you go one on. I had a salt stain on my jeans because oh, I'm yeah. crushing the shell. Sure. Uh, and uh, we had like we had good tickets, so we're walking down. But there's a whole section. Like Harvey was, she was a she was a dream, but nice. she, you could see like shell shocked, like she was in. Well, you know, sure. It's like Bastone. Mm. Like she <laughs> mask was up constantly. Like she was like, nope, mask, mask on. Mask right, on. right. Like yeah. that was her self defense. So we're walking down to our seats, and there's like a woman, and it's like a classic fucking movie theater. There's a woman, her kid on her lap, and then jackets for uh, days. Yeah. So we're like, okay, all right. These are our, like, she has the seat on the aisle. We have the three seats next to her. Uh Uh-huh. So we just go, you know what? Screw it. And there's a whole section, a whole section of chairs. No one's sitting in them. Oh, boy. We sit down. There's a family, (laughs) three rows down. They're got their feet up they got their feet up on ice oh like, sure that's how close they cool are on their toes and we're like well we're just adjacent our seats are adjacent so we're sitting there and the show starts and we're trying to get harvey comfortable and get her acclimated because it's a lot mm-hmm. obviously uh and then I, i'm like who wants peanuts who wants water? I got right. all this stuff. What do you guys want? I got a pretzel. Like, I got a pretzel because Harvey loves pretzels. So it's sure. just like, I was Cousin Eddie with the most amount of shit you've ever seen. We're sitting down and we get get in, a few acts in. We see, uh, which is also, you're going to love this. The opening act was Toy Story. Uh-huh. And they're skating around, obviously. Athletes, these people are beautiful performers. Height of competition. You're like, Amazing, scooting right? Scooting around, I was like, "Oh, Jesse!" I was like, "Wow, that woman 
looks exactly like Jesse from Toy Story. Just sweet smile scooting around like cherry cheeks scooting. I was like, yeah. wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then Woody skates by and Woody has the same perfect weird face. And I was like, okay. Ash, Ash, you got it. You guys you watch, like watch them when they skate by. Can you tell me like if I'm missing something? They were wearing human Woody masks. Like, uh, like um um uh, uh hosiery kind of like pantyhose no, that has the like, image on it it was carved mask it was if woody could look the most like a human possible and then you put it on a guy and said skate <laughs> it's the weird like you, you it's something you don't want to see looking in your car window or your bedroom window sure sure is all i'm saying uncanny it's valley because it's just like eyes cheeks smile and they skated by and i was like that's not his face. That's not his real face. And it was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, <laughs> I'm Woody. And then, of course, Buzz comes. Like, they all have iconic cartoonish faces. So it was like, sure. well, the Buzz certainly will have Buzz. No, horrific. Big chin. Fat-chinned yeah. Buzz, like human face on a human face. Hard to process. Yeah, you sent yeah, me a video a, of a Merida from Brave. Crushing it. I love that music from Brave. And took Same. a big old beef to the knees. Just Couldn't finish that sure. triple Lutz. <laughs> you ever been so on we skates? Were... You ever tried to just jump two inches off the oh, ice yeah. on a skate? What the fuck uh, do after, they do? After, it's insane. After after Mighty Ducks, I was like, Mom, Dad, I think I want to play ice hockey. Yeah. Gave me figure skates. <laughs> of course. Yeah, sure. <laughs> They're cheaper. They know Different you're thing. not going to come f- follow through. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky over here. <laughs> like, this guy fucking, this guy can barely walk from the TV to the Doritos. That guy with the mullet over here wants to play hockey now all of a sudden and doesn't want to be the goalie, by the way. No, no goalies. We don't need a defensive man in this family. <laughs> like that girl uh, in Mighty Ducks has figure skates. <laughs> be grateful. <laughs> No, so we were sitting in our, we got our Leaf Rywald seats off to the side. We're like, no one's sitting here. Fucking, we're getting away with, getting away with murder. Sure. Are you? And then, turn it. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Um, hi, uh, yeah. And Ash was closest to the edge. It was like, yeah, you can't, um, sit here because of pyrotechnics. And then Ash was like, yeah, our seats are right there. Uh, that woman is sitting there, and we just were like, "It's easier for us to sit here." She went, "Yeah, um, but you you can't. You just gotta, you gotta move to your seats." Pyrotechnics. Okay, okay. It, it's right. They were like, "Okay, pyrotechnics." Okay, never happened, by the way. Of course not. I saw WWE with Mitch, and we <laughs> right. were sitting in the same basic seats, and you, there was nothing but pyrotechnics. You had cinders on noise. your beard. <laughs> yes, singed. Uh, both of our Miller lights were were full of confetti and, and flaming moles. Um, so it was just like, <laughs> can you? And then I was like, can you tell her? Ask her. Then you ask do her to move. And she went, no. Oh fuck her. <laughs> so we got up and moved, and we just sat behind the woman we were supposed to. Like, luckily there were open seats, but I was like. 
the peanut shells. I was like, lady, I hope you brought your fucking broom. Because oh, yes. husks spite. for days. Disney spite. Yep. Sorry about that two o'clock show. Oh, uh, yeah. You're well, going to have to sweep up, lady. Yeah. That's, I mean, she didn't have to do that shit, right? You said no pyrotex. And then there was that family that I told you about. And Ash was like, is she coming for them next? And I went, well, either she's going to or he just said no. When she was like, are these your, you're like, would you like to move? No. No. Uh, So the people sat there and she like brought people down and made this whole family move. (sighs) Just rousted them. It's like, who gives a shit? Who I cares? I know, unless I was We're forced. Anxiety ridden people at Disney on Ice, like just, just let let them let us sit. Unless some asshole held my job over my head, I would never. Because what is it? You're not going to sit there. You're working. No more power to you. You you came to get in here. Nobody else has the Leland style chutzpah to take those seats. That's Nobody's sitting there. On, like, take those no fucking seats. Tell me to move. And they did. They, they did. That's it. That's like um, Broadway shows kind of have it right. Because last minute they'll sell like super cheap seats. And, you know, everybody's like, well, I don't want those. They're just selling like off the duds. Mm-hmm. But they're not. You buy these $30 tickets and you go in there and you'll be second row back. The reason those seats are open is because they're so expensive if you buy them market value they're like well it's still a seat you know it's still 30 bucks or nothing i can ask you for a thousand dollars and if you say no that's fine then i'm gonna sell it for i gotta sell it for 30 because we can't have an empty house that's like dumb dad uh this is dumb dad but i believe i'm going the price of sporting events uh wherever you live i'm just gonna use shea stadium as an example Mm -hmm. because they just yeah in New York, they don't sell out their stadium like by like two thirds. <clears throat> two innings after the game starts, if you show up, five dollars. Yep, well, five we, bucks. We know that very well. Maybe, maybe, ah, uh, because then does everybody wait two innings? No. If people that have the money are still going to be like, I want to go. I want the pomp. I want to get my seat ready. I want to pay for the exact seat I want. Sure. Or you so, have season tickets, so you're already like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Just fill your seats, sitting. and you you know how hyped up that stadium would be then? It would literally like be going back to the 20s. You'd have guys on the sides being like, hey, Jeter, I'll pay you 10 bucks to drop it. And the other guy being like, pay you 15 to catch it. It's like, fucking bring it, do something. Just do it. Fill yes, your stadium. Let's bring that back. Everybody's That's so- how I felt, because we sat there, and it was just like, all right, we're just going to sit here. We our seats are there, right? Check our ticket, which she did ended up doing, and then did the least amount of fucking work humanly possible. When I was like, "Well, ask her to move," and it was like, "No, nah, I'm not going to do that. That's that's on you. Fuck off. Let me sit in the fucking seats. You're also doing shit. the right thing by sitting apart from people. I know you're in a huge stadium, but you still don't have to sit shoulder to shoulder to somebody if you move to a section that has more breathing room. Just like it doesn't <sighs> affect. It listed. doesn't matter. Fucking usher. And the best part was when we were looking for our seats, it was the probably fought in the, the Battle of the Bulge. Oldest man possible. <laughs> nice. We're like, hey man, we're looking for, you know, row K seven seven eight nine. And he was like, ah. 
like uh, over here, and he's like, yeah, yeah, over here. I was like, where was that guy when I needed him? The right. guy who didn't give a shit. He's just like, I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to be in a group of people. Let's watch some fucking Disney, dude. And I'm sure they're going to bring out Jiminy Cricket soon enough. <laughs> He's one of the Lost Boys, Casey. He's Toodles. <laughs> He's Toodles. I think, now that I'm thinking about it, if I was an usher... I'd be, I'd be, I'd go up after the event started, go up to say your family, I go, hey, you know, these seats up front are open. They're super expensive. You want to slip me like a 20? Don't buggy the rest of the show. (laughs) Don't need dollars. You know how much candy that'll buy. (laughs) And again, toodles. That's Christ, the shysty 1920s usher too. It's like, slip me a sawbuck and I'll, I'll make sure you're sitting right behind Shoeless Joe. Hello, hello, You'll be able to smell his socks. You say you like to smoke cigarettes, eh? Smoking section down there. <laughs> we can make it happen for a uh, sawbuck. They smoked everything. They smoked gum back then. Like, just <laughs> anything that would light on fire. That's the era I want to go back I'll to. take a pack of Bazooka Joes to chew? No, to smoke. I mean, can I get a book of matches with these? With this stick of blackjack, please? <laughs> Ooh, this Wrigley's. It burns real good. Isn't, and isn't that a better era? When you had a Wrigley's gum magnate who was literally sitting on the same boards as like Rockefeller. Then you had Tony Wrigley who was also a billionaire because he had the idea that everybody should have a piece of chewing gum in their pocket for a penny. And he fucking worked. (laughs) Ran the world. Yes. He ran Chicago. Him and uh, Boss Conklin or whoever the fuck ran that city for years. I want it's that true. too. I want city fucking bosses. You got hog back. money, and you got you got political money, and then you got gum money, legitimate gum money. And he got the idea from guys chewing on hog fat the whole time. Exactly. He's like, look at these tattoos. Look at these Polacks me. chewing on pigs' tails. <laughs> you know what? I bet I can sell them an everlasting pig's tail. <laughs> For a, a penny, With no you, knuckle, you, no <laughs> cartilage, no knuckle. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I bet. I mean, these I gotta bullocks. tell you, the amount of raw pork that these guys on the line probably sucked down, you know, to keep the stamina up. It's just like just we're to, living in gotta, the Alaskan if, wilderness. If you gotta have that for fat. fourteen hours a day, you have to have that a, energy. A, yeah. That caloric energy. You don't have time to cook it. Just like, ah, give give me the the fat. I need the raw fats. They have fucking plastic fucking wrapped around their feet because the chemicals are burning through the soles of their shoes. They can't even wear leather because it's an animal product, so it starts to break down. There's that crazy story in the jungle about the oldest patriarch. He was like, he was kind of like the soft uncle. Um, or just elderly uncle who was too oh, Ricky old. Hormel. He was too old to work on the line because you know he's arthritis. So they're like, "All right, yeah. you can mop up the hot dog parts that we pour these certain <laughs> chemicals on to make sure they like don't go bad because we're gonna use them in tomorrow's batch." But the chemicals were so strong that they started to like the odors of them would eat through his skin. But he had to keep his job, so it just like basically ghost. was a scene He's of him a melting over the over a month's period it's until like he died, and he became hot dog parts. <laughs> he just fell in. He just did the swan dive. 
I have finally now become I am hot dog. Which is obviously flourish. Again, a better time. Flourish of course, from of course. this anti-Semitic author. Noted. <laughs> um, but I love that even the President of the United States is rumored to have read that. Who was... Look, things are based in fact. It was a poor guy, immigrant, I'm sure, who had to mop up the horrible parts. And whatever sure. chemicals probably, you know, Bad fucking made job. him sick and stuff. But he didn't melt down the drain. But that caused Teddy Roosevelt to throw his sausage out the window and go, this is God's honest truth, which is not his name. Like, let, let's see, not his voice. Uh, what was Roosevelt like? Bully. Yeah. Bully. Yes, bully, son. Bully. I believe everything I read. I'm the president. It's like, oh, my God. As he dunks his street ball into a pool. <laughs> is it, like, who would be the 1910 equivalent of Larry Bird? That's what Wrigley Lawrence, every, Lawrence Bird, I guess. Every stick of Wrigley came with, with an inflated pig testicle. <laughs> Better Dunk times. Hog bladders, those Roosevelts in their junks. This time, why only, not a nice layup? The, like the rest of us whites, the social elites that run the Ingalls Wilder <laughs> General Store. <laughs> For every penny candy, you get an inflated hog toe. You get a skin journal. Oh, man. We had the, um, because I don't know how the weather has been for you guys. Did you guys get any anything nasty? Nothing? I sent you, it's like Ruby's first snow, and it was literally like the flakes at the beginning of the Peanuts Christmas. It's like yeah. 20 flakes. So it got cold. It's cold right now. I got two pairs of socks on, but we don't have to have our heat on. Let's put it that way. Uh so it's just like, yeah, so Ohio got Donald. not as bad as the East Coast, but we, we got a lot of crappy weather. Sure. And I got a couple snow days <laughs> from work. They were like, don't come in because right. why would you? Um, but also in the time that this is happening, we have this hilljack apparently moving in across the alley from us. Okay. So where we live, our driveway is an alley. Off of a main thoroughfare. Okay. Um, so, like, when it snows, it's just like, atrocious. Impossible, right. nobody plows it, because it's not the city. It's an alley. And that's sure. where our driveway is. And you... the guy that owned, that used to own our house owns the apartment complex next to us. Okay. Oh, so it's just okay. sort of, like, we're, we're in this weird limbo where this guy is, like, the you were talking about like the the pig baron of of chicago like he is like the local sort of like guy because he owns everything in the area sure so it's just been this like to do of people's cars getting stuck we've had neighbors come over like and i'm i shoveled the walk because we had friends coming over so i spent hours Right. Back God. hurting, legs yeah, hurting. I dug out two cars and then made a spot for our guests. And so I'm uh, like, this is this is my land. Like, yeah. I'm yeah, going you like it. you, you old, worked like, the I'm land. Paul Ingalls. I'm like I'm flint we're going flintlocks because I shoveled this driveway sure. for our guests in our space. So don't you fucking dare. Mm -hmm. So we allowed one of our like one of our neighbors to park there because they didn't shovel his driveway and he has to drive on an incline. Uh, so there's, there's this guy moving in 
And I think it's probably partially because we've been watching uh, Ozark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm mm-hmm. super attuned. Yeah. I, like I've turned into 12 year old Casey, like where the things that I watch, I'm now super attuned to. Of course. Yeah, I understand. So I'm just like, I'm just looking for schemes. I was like, people are scheming. People are scheming. We got, like, I know sweat equity. I shoveled that whole driveway. I shoveled part of the alley so that we could all use it. So I'm like super like, nope, I did this. This is mine. You smell like a stanza and coming. This, like, Cousin Eddie guy showing <laughs> up with his blue truck. Getting into a bunch of garages because that's where everybody parks. They park off this alley on a, a series of garages. So it was like three days ago. Ash was like, something's going on outside. Mm-hmm. You got to check it out. You got to kind of go outside. And this guy was like, yeah, this is my garage now. And people were taking pictures because he's sketchy. He's a super sketchy looking dude. Right. And he's just <laughs> like, oh, man. So uh, my garage, I guess. I was like, yeah, yeah, I got no part of this. Whatever. Like, like you guys are good. You guys are good. So it was yesterday. I was outside and he's out there with a, a U-Haul. And he's like, hey, neighbor. And I was like, nope. Not yeah, starting uh-huh. that. Not starting that. Got it. He's like, sorry about the alley. I, I had my truck here the other day and some woman came out and was taking pictures of my truck. And I was like, welcome to the neighborhood. Right. We look after each other here. As I'm trying, like, I just took trash out. I was like, I don't want to fucking talk to you. And he's standing there, and he is saucy, saucy. Oh, okay. Just, like, drunk, and it's just like, huh? Yeah, they're moving me in. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, good. Welcome to the neighborhood. This is, what we're doing is over right now. And he has, like, a receipt but also $100 bills in his hand. Okay. And he's like <laughs> telling me the story. And I was like, you should just pay, pay your movers the money in your hand. Like, Get why done. are we? We're done. We're done. And then my other neighbor came out and it's sort of like, why are you? Every, why is everybody yelling and talking? Why is your car here? He's like, my wife and my kids need to leave. And I, God bless my neighbor, Tony, because he's from fucking Brooklyn for where we used to live. I was like, Tony, <coughs> come on Good over. To you, bro. <laughs> Good to see you, bro. Oh, he, oh, okay, cool. And he gave me this look like, you fucker. Like, why is he? He's my problem now. Right. So then he was like, so I got to move the you U-Haul now? And it's like, just get him out of here. Get him in his house. Get him out of here. So then, of course, randomly, all of this car traffic bullshit is going up. on. And there's a, a random car outside parked in our in your spot your territory so i'm like all right i'm going outside we have we have people coming over sure can you move your car so i go to the car middle knuckle cop knock that's something that's a different and of course it's like an 80s movie it's like a a woman chewing gum Uh going knock 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 rolls the window down yeah i was like you gotta move your car uh, so, um, he, this guy, went, I don't, I don't care, but so he, uh, he's inside. And I was like, you need to move your car right now. 
And she was like, um, but he's coming out. I was like, I'm going to take my trash <laughs> out. <laughs> and by the, okay. And by the time I come back, that's some you need to shit. move your car. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, in classic JP fashion, because of all the snow, I oh, no. did I did my Mr. Nobody fucking tough guy uh-huh. and said, move your car. And I'm like, you're going to watch me take this trash out. And of course, I fell so many times, Hans. <laughs> I was red in the face <laughs> oh, with no. anger and embarrassment. Oh, I love it. <sighs> but I committed to the bit. Yeah. Kept pushing that trash down. Got it to the front. Set it up. Came back. Re-knocked on the window with the knuckle. And it was like, this woman. To the point of which I was like, uh, your car's still here. You need to move your car. But he, ha, he, nah. And I was like, I told you to move your car. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point Ash had to come up. Ash came outside. Ooh. It was just like, um, I saw you fall a lot and talk to them. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you. And I was like, thank you. So Ash, uh, the, uh, the, whoever it was, came out and was like, well, he just moved in. He's just got, he just, uh, and she was like, hey, man, let's, lady speaking lady, just move your car. And? <clears throat> and they moved their car. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't go. because of me. I of tried. Yeah. I tried. You did your best. Hey, you come oh, out of your shell. Hans. All, takes all a I lot. could think about was, I was like, I can't wait to tell Hans tomorrow that I got to big time someone. And I just stepped on a bunch of banana peels and rakes the entire time that I walked that trash down. Yeah, of course. Oh, that sounds exactly right. <laughs> it's snowing my hair. and it's, You're still here. I, <coughs> oh, <laughs> the, uh, uh, I feel like the I can't think of the last time I big time somebody. But my nerves in my Don't head worry. is like, I don't know who's in that car. I'm going to middle knuckle it because I'm fucking pissed mm-hmm. and I've been outside. Yep. I'm cold. I middle knuckle it and I the window rolls down and it's neck tattoo and teardrop tattoo. Yep. Yes. And I go, nice vehicle here. <laughs> or I commit and I'm like, you need to move your car. And it's like, you got three seconds to stop breathing on my car. And that wasn't until I came inside. Ash You're a like, bitch. You you realize what you look like. And I was like, yeah, I told them to move their car. And she's like, you basically just beat on a window until a woman rolled it down and you just barked at her, took your trash out, fell down, came back down and barked at her. I was like, I do kind of look like a villain yelling at a woman. I get it. I get it. But her car was in my drive. Uh, you, you've done enough living in this life. You're allowed to do the window knocks now. You've, you've, you put in your time on this mortal coil. I you was shoveled on the other that side. Walk. I didn't knock. I didn't do like we're not close. We had a seat between us, so I will give myself that much. You didn't raise your voice. You didn't swear. You didn't look. No, you slipped all over the place like a fool. <laughs> Draggled with but, snow in my hair, and then but came back. You didn't stomp your feet hair. and you know start with epithets. So, so you're not that guy. You're still measured, although. You know, I want to see that video footage. I want to see that corner surveillance, but. Oh, man, I felt so cool until I didn't. And I was like, God damn it. But that's the thing. It's a learning experience. You come out through the other side and you're cooler for it. 
Right. I think I'm the coolest person on the planet now. Because I tough guide, fell on my face. You went back threw and Threw a tough pie guide. in my own face. Yep. Didn't and then get came you back down. with pie on my face and was like, you still need to move. You should have ran that garbage can, slipped into that car, break Just... the window or some full, <laughs> full on Chevy chase that car. You could pull All a crazy diaper. You could have just pulled a crazy and and punched out every window. <laughs> like the most terrifying thing you can think of. She would have moved, but you would yeah. have, you would you would be podcasting from from the clink. county. From the county. You'd be Constance and you can't like, smoke in can't smoke in jail. You can't even in smoke, jail. If you can't smoke in jail. Then this country is, we lock up like one, th- and what is it, like one fourth of Americans will spend time in, uh, incarcerated, you know, Give and I'm sure, it, I'm sure one half of that one fourth unjustly. And we spent our time not making sure that those people didn't get locked up for petty crimes and then re, right. inst- re-locked up because of parole and that horrible system. We made sure to pass, a- I'm back on the smokes. We made sure... That they couldn't smoke in the yard. It started with inside, and they're like, you can't smoke on that basketball court. How dare you try to dunk you put with a cigarette, cigarette in your butts mouth. out in the lawn. <laughs> uh, Tony Words mows that lawn with, this with children's scissors because they're not allowed weapons. <laughs> I work in the cafeteria. Tony, Tony the mower cuts the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and he's pissed about the the cigarette butts. Another just butt. make the lawn because his the scissor thing. can't I, cut through it. This is my 2022 campaign promise. You and I running together, joint Senate seat. Just make the lawn out of cigarette butts. Oh yeah, recycle cigarettes, and that's prison. That's prison grass. You know what? I'm gonna Take run a couple toots out of there if you want. I listen to uh, <clears throat> and we can. We can maybe close on this idea. <laughs> I'm running for city council. I just listened to a podcast about how more people need to get involved. And it's not just I got to run for senator. You can run for like education board. Un, um, what is it called when you don't run against it? Unopposed. You know, yeah. can spend a hundred dollars on your campaign. You just got to shake some hands and knock on some doors. And then slowly but surely, because the people who are doing it, at least for me, don't share the same ideals because they're like more passionate about fucking pro-choice. So like, I can't be a senator. I'm going to fucking make sure people can't learn about slavery wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, <clears throat> so anyways, I'm running for I'm city council. comic books. And I'm fucking running on the platform of smoking back and bars. I'm bringing it back. I'm, I'm running the adult. We're going to make cafeteria food better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Longer recess, no gym, smoking in bars. Smoking in bars. I say it's a two-hander. A, you lead with we allow people, and I and I agree with this statement. It's like just because you were incarcerated doesn't mean you'd lose the right to vote. Right. We bring that back. That's our big platform issue. That's a real and then one. Then two, yeah. smoking in jail. Oh, then we. Oh, so we open up like seemingly like we're saying, and then we have nothing but votes rolling in because we got all of our smoker friends coming out of jail, going vote like we give them vote for hot cigarettes. 
Oh, give him a pack out? of smokes like Washington yeah. with his hard cider. Exactly. We're like Hans Tweed. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm a telling pack you. Pack of smokes for every convict. My county is too. Charleston County is a little too hoity-toity. But I tell you what, I'm born and raised in Watertown, South Dakota. I oh, still have that early it. street cred. Got to move Stank. back for a year. I dare you to run against me if I'm running on smoking in bars and no more DUIs. <laughs> I'll fucking be. I will be. A moratorium. I will DUIs. be senator. I'll be governor. No more We're DUIs. <laughs> smoking We're in bars and drinking and driving. <laughs> Prairie Gentleman 2.0, right here. I'm bringing You're back original Coke with opium. <laughs> Don't regulate my beverage. <laughs> drink your cocaine sugar drink. Yeah. Come on, fools. Yeah, I do believe in fewer regulations. Probably the wrong ones, but fuck you. I America. love that South Dakota is the Panama Papers of states, and I love that we're from there. Right. Oh, Me, yeah. you, and Brock Lesnar. That's a ticket right there. Secretary of State Brock Lesnar. I'll send him to fucking Ukraine. <laughs> then we're done. He'll lift the front Sorry. of the tank like Superman, but just a little bit, and then drop it. And then we'll we'll listen to his discs burst. But he'll try. Look at Brock on the ticket. Oh, oh send good. him to China. Smoking the whole time. He's Who's like, your but secretary I don't smoke. I'm a health. I'm a, I'm a health forward person with the sword tattooed on my chest. Smoke a cigarette, Brock. And Casey, as I'm behind the, uh, uh, what do they call that? The the resolute desk or whatever. As I'm behind the presidential desk, I pull the real power move. You know how the power move is: you sit high, they sit low. You know the only seats I'm going to have available for people that come in to talk to me: dog death benches. <laughs> Of someone that take you a know. seat, take personal, yeah, yeah with a d- human names on, yeah, <laughs> and then I'll make them listen to my policies as I take a dump over a wooden plank out the window, <laughs> sit next to me. I want I want their skin to feel my skin. I'm so resolute. I don't even use a toilet. I just shit out the window. You know how powerful that is. The fucking moves. If you go out and they're like, oh, Mr. President, Mr. President. No, 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 this isn't press conference. I'm going to take a dump in the garden. (laughs) Yeah. Roll your film, you motherfuckers. Watch me from the window. Make them open the window. You go out the the beautiful swinging doors of the Oval Office out to the garden. This is an LBJ flex. You're like, yeah, 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 keep talking. Keep talking. No, go to the window. Open the window. Keep talking. And you just hunker down to those petunias. <laughs> Meeting through the windows, even intense. These are my flowers. Sit on your dead dog bench. That's made out of your, your dad's femur. You know who we bring back in the administration? Barack Obama. He's pro-smoking. He's my oh, secretary he's... of smoking in bars. He's he was always behind the... one. Yeah. He's smoking behind the green box next to the basketball court at the White House. Uh, Ford put in a swimming pool. Nixon put in a, a <laughs> put bowling in, alley. We're putting we're in, putting a, green in a, a green electrical box to smoke behind before that opening bell rings. And you're supposed to be at work. The Obama I, I would literally, box. as a flex, all the people that worked for me, as they came in, I'd have an old-fashioned punch clock. Like, hey, hey, hey. Oh, oh hey. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Condoleezza. 
Did you clock in? Did you clock out? More importantly, Punch for that, that lunch clock. yesterday. <laughs> you gotta get no exactly. It's like the lunch, like the the arrow, the arrow lunch. Wasn't that wasn't that the fancy one? Oh yeah, that was that because you had normal pizza lunch, and fries, and then you got arrow lunch, which is just milkshakes and French fries. And for those listening, our high school Watertown arrows. You could have hot lunch, or if you paid an extra fifty cents, you got a chocolate milkshake, pizza, or a burger and French fries. Every day. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Every day. I mean, it's good. I love French fries, pizza, burgers, and milkshakes. Of it's course I do. Just, but it's that's the insaneness. Most that's an insane thing to do to Beautiful kids. prison version of capitalism because the actual lunch that was funded by taxpayers' dollars in the state, what you should have eaten, was a more well-rounded lunch with vegetables and milk. Of course. And... Nah, go arrow lunch. What are you having today, Hans? Cheeseburger again, baby. Don't break the streak. And that's Wrigley's people. They're like, we can make an extra 50 cent off these kids. You know what I mean? Like, that's how they funded, I don't know, shoes for their coaches. (laughs) Those great, those expensive coaching shoes. (laughs) Which, of course, were Asics. Our fancy coach shoes. Yeah. That's why everyone hated us, obviously. Relegate Brock Lesnar to the... Oh, nice shoes, Brock. All that? I'd institute that. Everybody? Nope. Only New Balance walking shoes. Those space shuttle whites. <laughs> Just so thick and wide. And, and that's how you gauge it. How faded are the whites? Have you done Have the you work? Have you been working? Yeah. That shoe ain't grimy enough. I bet they come actually, with me to the garden. I bet they act. Yeah, let's let's dig up these this dead rose bush. <laughs> I bet um, they do track. Like obviously, it's electronic, right? So if you go into this room and you're a member yeah. of the White House and the organization, you scan it yeah. to go in that room because I'm sure they do want your whereabouts too. Like I guarantee you that records it. But I'm making you fucking walk around with a punch card around your neck. If you want to go into the file room, kachink. <laughs> Just Got nothing, and then I want to, and then on Fridays, and I'm getting briefed. I go, hey, whoa, 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 Tony Words, get in here. Uh, can I see their punch card I for think the week. Interesting. You're right. That puts you on notice. We have taken it for granted. We all have phones. Yeah, it's digital. It's lo-fi. I can say I've worked a job where literally you punched a, a clock. Oh yeah, me too. Talk oh, about. Fuck. Not that long ago either. And I will say there is something to that physical, like, going in, obviously miserable. Like, those are the only jobs I ever had where you punched a clock. You went in misery. But I can't tell you the moment of euphoria I felt when I got to punch that fucking clock and walk the fuck out of there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It just, I was like, thank fucking God. You should have different, you know, hey, uh. Punch clocks for internet use. Guarantee <laughs> us. If you, if you want to go to Pornhub, you got to punch that clock. Punch and at the end of the week, you fucking mail that to the receipts. You, it's it's, you show receipts. your receipt. You upload your receipt. But you have to physically take... punch that card. So you're going to stop do... if you're going to Wikipedia Howard Hessman because you're like, I don't need anybody to see how long I was I... punched into the Hessman circle. The Hessman Yeah. No, exactly. Like they're selling it. They're selling that info. 
if you could yourself take stock of it, like you said, like, oh, yeah, oh, oh man, checking the receipts. Oh, Pornhub, that was a, oof. You know what? I think I'm done with that now. Too many punches on the <laughs> clocked in. Not enough clock really... outs. <laughs> I guess I'm still punched in. Oh, yeah, that's it. Goodness. You don't have to mail it to some organization. You have to turn it into your wife or <laughs> your partner or your dad. All right? You got to mail it to your dad every week. Like, yeah. Oh, Leland's like, come on with these punches. No wonder. Marty's like, could you not? No wonder you're not You know what I would done. like to do? Not get these receipts mailed to me. <laughs> Sorry, government regulation. <laughs> Joe Biden's America. Sorry. Yeah, go in that air purified bar and drink your seltzer, you <laughs> sons of bitches. <laughs> and think about your sons. <laughs> it's like Star Wars. You, you go into pure air, pure water, just drink your seltzers in this pure sterile space. It is very... <laughs> like brave new worldy it is oh absolutely because wasn't that the part of it was like the free people were just the people who lived in trailers oh right like on right the on the, on the outs- and, yeah exactly because everybody else lived in a city and took soma and just like plugged in and then they, you got your like gnarly huck finn guy who shows up and he's like i lived in a trailer right i'm not doing this shit Oh, I ain't doing this shit. And then, spoiler alert, he unfortunately takes too much of that shit. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, should we, since you mentioned it, maybe sign off, but you want to talk about the latest, uh, did you watch the latest Boba Fett? Uh, yes, we did. Yes. All right. Well, we love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Do maybe about there's it. something to listen to in another, after the taggy. outro. But... Um, <laughs> what did you think of the last episode the latest episode i think is episode (sighs) was it five six i i liked it okay i'm i'm but i I also understand why you would dislike it Mm -hmm. like that was my thing coming away from it i was like i've suffered through and I suffer. Like, come on, be, be an adult. Um, it's just like I've seen bad versions of this, and I was like, "Oh, cool! Any any time I get to something well made, I enjoy. I'm just going to enjoy it, and I'm just going to leave it there." Yeah, sure. Do I think it was a bit of a swerve? Yes. Would I have liked to get more story to what I had spent all of the seasons watching? Of course. Right. But. I don't know, getting to see Luke in that black doing Jedi stuff. I gotta say, it works. It works. works. He looks good, but the entire time I was watching it, there was, again, it's kind of what we've been talking about this episode, like a lost innocence, because I just went, oh, there's something precious about not getting what you think you want because then it allows you to dream mm-hmm. like growing up yeah. i was always like yeah man i wish they made a fourth Luke star wars yeah. man i wish han solo went on another mission and they're gonna do that now with the digitized it's gonna be there right it's yeah. like that shows you that luke skywalker shows mm-hmm. you that yeah. is the game plan right they no doubt about the guy. it who made that? Because after that episode of Mandalorian with the Luke face, yeah, there was a, a digital artist online who went, yeah, yeah, I think that sucks. 
I redid it and he redid all of the Luke face. So Disney went, you're hired. Interesting. So that was basically that guy's episode. It yeah. was all to justify paying this guy. And it looked good. He did. He have a fat tongue. Yeah, kind of. When you look. Yeah. Sometimes. You know, and it's only going to get better. But it's just like, oh, OK, like I see my Star Wars future is just it's unlimited now. And the mm -hmm. reason Star Wars, I think, was so good, especially for me watching it later, was if you peel back, if you step back, you go, oh, this is just a dumb space opera that yeah. the effects aren't that cool. They're cool. Don't get me wrong, but they're not that epic <coughs> yeah so and it was a low technically it was a low budget they weren't expecting it to do what it and yeah. i can like respect that and so like there's something about the two things going together like being this huge cultural moment but also not spending 200 million dollars on like the marvel movie like yeah the, you know it, it 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 rose to the occasion now they don't have to do that because they have access to any character mm -hmm. in history and again i I just saw where it was going. I was like, this looks cool. But now I see, like, there's no reason for me to think they should do this because they probably will. They probably um, will. You know, that Grogu jumping around. Grogu's cute. And it was uh, a little janky. I, but but I was telling Ash today, I was reading, and it's like, I was like, what am I doing with my life? I've just consumed garbage. And it was an interview with the actor that plays Boba Fett, Tamara Morrison. Mm -hmm. And some thick-headed nerd like us just was like so um in episode two mace windu killed you because he is your dad and you're all clones so it gets into the all of the mythology right, right. of like boba fett is just a clone of his dad and of course yeah and just a, a stormtrooper uh and then tomorrow morrison just was like yeah 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 he's owed i gotta i'm coming for mace windu like if that yeah. happened, like, and he's just like playing along and he was with Ming-Na Wen and she's like, oh yeah, if Mace Windu's around, I'm going to put the, put the knives to him. And you're like, they were just playing around. And so you go peel it back and go big nerdy. They went to and used an old interview with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Mm -hmm. and he oh. was like, yeah, Mace Windu, not dead. Jedis can fall from windows because in the movie, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zapped by. Yeah, he gets his hand that. cut off by Anakin. It. Zapped out the window by mm -hmm. the Emperor. Yep, and falls into the abyss. I remember that. Yeah. So him saying Jackson that was like, Jedi's are badass. Like they can't die. And yeah. this is just taken out of context. Samuel L. Jackson just like, why are you asking me about Episode Two? Exactly. But okay, fine. Yeah, sure. I'll play along. So then it just started swirling the nerd in the nerdery. I was like, they're going to do a fucking season two of Boba Fett and it's going to have fucking Samuel Jackson. Absolutely. Because they can. Because A, he likes it. B, he's in the Marvel Disney mill. Like, why wouldn't he do it? Seriously. And I was like, that's what's going I was like, so it just going back to what you're saying is like, literally it's it's an embarrassment of riches because everything is possible see i like the idea of having to go out and that swirls around and they go all right well then we'll just make a, a bad novel about it and i love yeah. it like you sit and it's a good thing to read before bed and it's just a different version of consumption but now yeah they'll just make a really make good it. looking episode and it'll be fun and i'll enjoy it but there's something that you lose that i think was once prescient but 
Um, oh, no. And it was like going back through, uh, We like I was telling you earlier, we had friends over and um, <laughs> one of our friends, uh, Kids Case, he he's getting into comic books. Mm-hmm. So I got to also like mainline nostalgia and go through my long bins Ooh, yeah, for comics yeah, yeah. for him. Oh, wow. And it was just going through and I was like, cool, here's daredevil here you go take this take this issue of justice league because it has everybody take this mm-hmm. you get x-men number one with jim lee because of course i have 10 ish 10 versions of it right yeah and i was like you sorry you're on the hook now like you're on the hook and going through it it was just like old star wars comics i was like you like star wars here's some star wars it's it's a Droids. book of that story yeah no exactly and it was just like so fun to look at it and so fun to like give it away. Yeah, exactly. Because That's it means what it is. he can give it away to someone else. Mm-hmm. Like you can just you're just pushing, pressing the fun forward. And like that's where I'm at now. So like that watching Boba Fett is just like I accept it for what it is, and it's made by nerdy successful men that are a little bit older than me. Mm-hmm. Am I jealous they get to do it? Yes. Of course. But I like to, and I'm, I appreciate it. Yeah, they're doing a I good job. I appreciate that you care about it. I do like the looks of, is his name, Jesse was telling me his name. Gunslinger. Oh, the, the gunslinger guy, yeah, yeah. Cad something? Jesse? Kane uh, something, Cade Bane or something? He looks good. He looks he's really cool. He's from the cartoons. Cool. Ashley was like, yes. who is that? And I was like, mm-hmm. he's a guy, that I can't help you with, because I don't know that much. I don't know it. that world either, like who um, Rosario Dawson plays. I know she comes from the cartoons and everything. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't follow that, but he looked fucking cool. And that dopey fuck. I love Bad that Western movie. trope. Bring the Western trope <laughs> into that dopey sidekick I deputy. I help. I was like, I know where everybody that should know where it's everybody. going. Every fan of Unforgiven or any good westerns, like, yes, that's Sorry, it's a deputy. space western. It's beautiful in that sense. And again, it, it was cool. Grogu's got to put that armor on, man. Oh no! And that when that episode ended, because Ash was like, I don't. And I'm like, I'm with you. Like, was it a good episode? No. Was it a lot of extra setup? Yes. Like, I understand why people are mad at the show. I can't be because I'm just like, there's a fucking Luke is alive and well. Are you kidding me? It's a show about Bob. There's a rancor and he's going to write it at some point. Directed by Robert Rodriguez. Like, you can't. You can't pile on the things if you could tell 13-year-old me I was going to watch. That's and like, it's all yeah. set up. Luke's just going to show up on Tatooine and kill a bunch of fucking mobsters. Huh. He's it bringing is what baby it is. Grogu in his armor, and they're all going to kick ass. We're all going to get kicked. Asses kicked. Asses are going to get kicked. And it's going to look good. And I just wish all those people are complaining. I I just wish I could go mother them, make them some chicken soup. Because it's not, they're not upset about Star Wars. They're no. upset about, you know, what they saw their dad do to their brother or something, you know? It's like, <laughs> I mean, if, if you if you can if you can step from one pond, which is Ozarks, to this, like, it's too, we, we, if you like stuff, there's so much good stuff. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's just... If, I, there's so much bad in the world, and there's reasons to complain. But if you are a consumer of quality um, entertainment, I guess if you have it's a little, just, I'll put it our age. Like, 
and you're find anything to complain about like I'm, I'm so, again, yeah. Then, you were probably again, skip in, it. Then don't watch it. Desert anymore. Storm Two. You know what I mean. Yeah. And then something else <laughs> happened to you, and so you need to stop. No, I feel like an old man when I'm like, back in my day, but we talked about it earlier. I had to buy my movies from McDonald's. Exactly. So how dare me? Like I can say, oh, that looks interesting, but I'm definitely not going to forsake how sweet it is that every Wednesday. I'm turning on a Star Wars space western. You know what I mean? It's it's beautiful. Starring all of the character actors from other things that we've really fucking like. That's not Same twelve dollars in it's a movie. Just Deadwood. Theater. Did you know the bartender is Dan from Deadwood? I know. I know. I was trying to like, remember, I was trying to tell Meg. I was like, what is that connection? Oh yeah. He is the badass <laughs> elsewhere engine's <laughs> number two man. I fucking love. And- Oh, that spice. If Kicking I over could... that spice. That's a beautiful scene. Beautiful it's... scene. I want to see somebody get hot on spice, though. Oh, yeah. No, that's what I'm like. Mm. That that hasn't been explained in any of the novels I read. Oh, do they toot it? Do they lip it? Exactly. Do they gum it? Like a little... <laughs> Put a little in their eye? <laughs> oh, man. It's got to be sci-fi-ish. Yeah, between got... oh. the toes. Yeah, that's what it'll be. It should be sci-fi-ish, but it'll be the grossest. Intervention style, heated up on a bent spoon. You put it under your toenail. It'll be a, it'll be a, uh, but it'll be a laser needle. Zoom. Oh yeah. Oh, like a, a mini li- lightsaber yeah. for drugs. A drug saber. <laughs> drug saber. That's fucking fun. <laughs> that is. Fun. We gotta get Favreau on the phone. Sorry, hey man, I don't share drug sabers. Ah, fucking uh, give it to me. Uh, I know you're catching a lot of flack for your crime show, not being enough space crime-ish. My buddy and I came up with this idea. It's called Drug Sabers. And uh, there's a- spice with a mini lightsaber. There's a hepatitis outbreak because uh, all these <laughs> droid people are sharing drug sabers. The spice is too hot. Oh my God, the spice is spiked with fentanyl. <laughs> I know that's a, a horrible issue right now, but I mean, you can call it something else, you know, like- uh, give it what, a space what's, what's name. What's the space? What's the space Russia or the space China? If it's if it's spiked with fentanyl, it, it's spiked with I don't know. Um, oh, you gotta go dirty. Need with a like spacey Agaba. name. You got that swamp water. Oh yeah, swampy. Oh, yeah. my spice De- is a Deganol? little swampy. Oh, <laughs> spiked with Deganol. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> hey man, we're on something. <laughs> we're no slouches. That's Hot all I'm saying. Spice. Oh my god! You got that hot spice. You got hot spice. Oh, just the idea of a little zoom. And that's it's it. That's how they take out. But... That's you know that you put bad, and that's the thing. You put bad drugs on the street of Elba or whatever Dagonal. the fuck. Yeah, you're fucking. Mas-espa. Who's running that show? Because that's like the Italians in uh, um, what's that? Uh, uh, what's that place in uh, Manhattan? Hell's Kitchen. You don't sell drugs in Hell's Kitchen, and that one guy oh, sold know. a hot Damn. bag. He was hanging from a light pole, and then oh, all the man. dumpy Italian fathers who were working on oh. the fucking well, subway nice, gets a hot, brought their kids gets, to show what happens to drug users. And, gets Dagobah, yeah. a little daggy, and it gets a little daggy down here. Yeah. Some hot spice. That's a whole different episode. And the, who's the trying to regulate of... smoking in the cantina? <laughs> <laughs> this is really all boring. All is show up in alien masks and just you and I smoking cigarettes. Like, <laughs> Get out of here! Are real, these are real human cigarettes. We're like, yeah, yeah, why change it? 
Yeah, it's, it's fine. I don't need to smoke. I don't need to smoke out of a, a beaker. Just, all the but just... all the actors that have been putting this makeup for hours are like, is that in the script or is that these guys' choice? Because uh, those this, guys I'm don't choking. even smoke. I would like a smoke, and they get to smoke on screen. Marvel I don't Reds. like seeing this alien with a flaccid <laughs> dick nose hanging off his chin, packing a pack of Marlboro Reds on his fin. <laughs> It takes me out. I'm on my 15 from Kmart. Excuse me. Just got out of the, uh, just got out of the hospital. Spiked with Daganol. They're like, all right, cut. You guys are just background. What's happening here? Just go, go away. Keep the makeup. Keep the makeup. Just leave. Uh, what are you doing? Well, you need to go back in and take this pen that I'm shoving at my arm, make it a drug saber, you know, with your sci-fi tricks, your movie tricks. We can't call your planet Watertown. It just doesn't sound alien enough. Welcome to Watertown. It's a planet. No, it's called uh, uh, Water Watertain. Tatooine Watertain. It's just called Watertain. Watertain. Oh, the Dunk Brothers are here. Fantastic! Whoa, all our curbs are really covered in skateboard paint. What a dump. <laughs> what a team. Everybody. There's a lot of used a lot of used starfighters in Watertain. A lot of thrift stores. <laughs> Very churchy too, whatever the Star Wars version of church is. Oh no, it's just Lutheran Church. <laughs> Not Jedi's. Lutheraba. <laughs> we come from the planet of Lutheraba. <laughs> Would you like cookies and warm coffee? Uh, well, warm blue milk. Blue, oh, watered down blue coffee. It. Yeah, blue milk. Mm. <laughs> Watertain. Lutheran. <laughs> That's where all your grandmas live. It was started by Martin Lutheraba. <laughs> and not Junior. King Junior. He uh, he planted that hologram out of Cathlabas, you know, uh, <laughs> the Vaticaba. <sighs> All right. Well, we already loved him, and then we loved him we, some more. We, we got you got a little extra. That this I mean, might even be the third a... part because the first part that was insane with our connection might be the last talk... part. Yeah, I'm sorry. Retire the Olympics conversation. No, Meg, you're good. We finished. We're finishing up. If you want to say hi. We had computer problems. Oh, hey. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Excuse me. Uh, Oh, yeah, I'm recording. I'm recording. We'll go CB radio style. (laughs) <laughs> yes uh he can't see you but he should because you look that's like all right no we haven't really started <laughs> it's probably yes <clears throat> uh well i guess i suppose we should say welcome to the jerk practice podcast i'm hans how's it going dude how are you we got socked with that weather which is probably why the internet's so bad. 
Must be the snow. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're on a, a bad lag or you can't hear me. I um, I think we are on a pretty rough lag. Should we do a hard reset? Reset? Hard reset? Yeah, let's try it. Let's try it. Okay, it seems like we're catching up because now, I mean, sometimes by, I have a lead balloon gags that don't land, but it seems like you're getting them. It seems like we're get, getting closer to having the same feed. No, you look great now. <laughs> Slowly but surely. You look great always, though. All right, let's do it. Honey, honey. Set it up. We're doing it. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Case. I'm Hans. The uh, classic uh, infrastructure stealing our gusto once again. That's just... We got... I can't. I'm sorry, Zuckerberg. He's losing it. He's losing it! Hanging on to the, There's something. the fibers of existence. He's like... I'm I'm gonna cash my chips in. It's over. He uh, I I saw some news story that said um, it was like East uh, no Western Europe and I don't know Tonga or something. They're going to eliminate Facebook from their platforms or something in lieu of uh like. Because they're concerned about the metaverse, the Can Hanaverse. You imagine. Can you let's let's put our empathy hat on and just imagine. You and I are both yeah. nerds. We love nerdy things. We've talked about we talk yeah. about Book of Boba Fett sure. every week. Uh, could you could you imagine oh, you yeah. and I as the JP duo all of a sudden <laughs> a having the amount of billions? In your lap, and you're just like, okay, cool. I think mm-hmm. that I control how people communicate, like how you interact with everyone, and then losing like five hundred billion how? and still being like, I'm talking with the PM of Tonga, and they're like, um, we're gonna hard pass on right what you've you you've made for us. We love your bits, but uh, no thanks. Like how crazy, like it's like huge, like. I'm sure Tonga, he <laughs> definitely eclipses the country's gross cool. national output or whatever. It definitely, and then probably a lot of those countries in Europe, like Luxembourg and probably the Netherlands or something. So it doesn't really phase him. Probably pisses him off. He'll probably get a hold of. Uh, Whoever he needs to, and buy some machetes and instigate a coup <laughs> behind the scenes. But, but like, oh, I just the i idea of being a nerd and looking at the world the way you look at a risk board. <coughs> but like, you have to. I guess you have to conceptualize oh, yeah. it somehow. Like that's why they all they're always smoking cigars, moving the red cannons. Across Eastern Europe into Belarus, just whiskeys, cigars for days. That's Churchill style. Yeah, I feel Zuckerberg was too. He just, what's the word? Um, he's just got such a chip. He feels so slighted. You know what I mean? 
And if you were to you look at him externally, it's like dudes in Harvard, you know, like there's nothing to feel slighted about other than he's probably like, you know, he was an incel or something. You know what I mean? So he has got some vindictiveness, whereas if 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 I'm looking at that risk board, I'm, you know, I'm annexing Peru so I can, you know, put a shack on the highest mountain, you know, uh. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not frustrated. I'm just looking to get involved. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. They're, they're listening to the jerk practice podcast in Tonga. I love that we're on Tonga, <laughs> but it's a risk board place. Unfortunately. And like Kamchatka, the, the little tail over by Russia, Russia. So are we looking at, uh, are we looking at, um, World War One? Are we looking at the tinderbox that is the Ukraine? I mean, they're cleaning our clock in the Olympics, so I mean, maybe they get their they can slake their thirst on the medal on the medal race. I uh, I don't. I think I care more about my ingrown toenails than I do about the Winter <laughs> Olympics. Right? I haven't. I didn't know it had started. I just don't care the last news story i saw was like i was like holy shit this weed tootin ben harper listening 1996 hippie couldn't be have turned his back more on his culture it was sean white and he was honoring oh, some rest in peace but honoring some uh, designer by bringing a custom louis vuitton uh snowboard bag that uh, like okay. in honor of him i was like Eat your fucking expensive grapes, Caesar, because you ain't hanging out under the bridge with the reels anymore, buddy. You don't have those etnies on. Although I wish he had fat etnies with, like, expensive, you know, slacks. Harvey got up really early, like, two days ago. So on uh, on our Amazon, we, we had all of the, the pre. Yeah. So I was like, oh, right. A lot of these games, which I like, I I like curling, but it's like they they do them a week before the even the ceremony starts because it takes too long. So it's like throw a little curling on, trying to get Harvey to go to bed. Oh, it's done. They're just rebroadcasting them. No, it starts so early because they have to like front load the games. Do they? We got really into curling. Oh, that was like that to me is like when the Olympics are fun. Was that Winter Olympics when we first moved to Brooklyn? We're living with Timmy, and none of us had any money to do anything else, so we just made Bloody Marys and watched the Winter Olympics in our apartment because we're like, we're in New York now. Cool. Who's going out for big beers and beef patties? Uh, and then the the other times that I've enjoyed the Olympics. Would just be like you. You're in a bar in a random Brooklyn. I would would go to like we'd go to this random Brooklyn bar. Ash and I, and we're like, oh, the Olympics are on. Oh, this is great. We're watching sculling. You know the the single bobsled, and there are like people from Eastern Europe there who are actually invested in it. And it's like this is fun if you care, if you like skiing. Sure. Yeah, I just. Uh, I mean, I have utmost respect for it i'll watch any movie regarding it starring john candy 
I um I loved watching curling. I just I'm just not turning it. I'm just just not turning it on. You know what it is? I don't have access to it unless I switch. That's how lazy I am. I have to switch my like AV input to watch it on because we just have like a digital antenna and got you got to use a different remote. No, no, I'd rather watch World War Two in color. <laughs> no, no, exactly. It's just like the like NBC isn't even sending broadcasters to the Olympics. They're doing it from their home. They're just doing a podcast about the Olympics, which is, I guess, is fine. I could. Should we retire the Winter Olympics? Summer's got the sexy. Sure. We should retire the Olympic Committee and the corruption that is that organization that puts the Olympics in certain places and should retire, like, some of the... Like, here's where I get a little concerned. Like, I was like, if nobody's commenting on the parallels here, which they're not, because... I don't know, maybe somebody is, and obviously not the commentators, but the Summer Olympics in 19... Oh, hi. She, because of our, our fun connection here, our she leg. just appeared <laughs> behind you like a ghost. Like, I I didn't see her enter or anything like that. Um, I know, it was like you rolled over the intro and she was like, so I'm here. What am I supposed to do now? I gotta go. Um... If nobody's commenting on the perils, we'll, uh, parallels, we'll do it. I'll do it right here. It was what nineteen thirty six when uh, Germany under Hitler hosted the Summer Olympics. Yeah, and and put a shine on it. You know, got rid of all their no Jews in these stores, like because everybody was like, "What's going on in Germany? They're they're pulling this shit," and they just you know showed their German prowess with their architecture and how put together they were. And it was basically just a big advertisement for the Nazi party and everybody, even this country, every other country is like, all right, they got their shit together. Like this is like really uh, awe inspiring, yada, yada. Um, but Come the to parallel to cool, right, right. And don't worry about us, you know, um, but the parallel to me here is it's pretty clear and I don't have the intel on it, but I, from what I hear, our country does and numerous countries do on what China's doing to a minority group in their country referred to as the Uyghurs, who I believe are Chinese born Muslims. I might, I think I'm right on that, but they're basically sending them to re-education camps. People are disappearing. Some people are calling it as intense as genocide. And China's not commenting on it, but in this beautiful display of their, their again, their free advertisement for the power that is the Republic of China, they had a Uyghur individual be the person to light the torch. And I was just like, I don't like what that shows. And then during, did you hear about this? Like during those like oh. opening games, some Danish like reporter said something and he I swear to god Casey he basically just short of got black bagged over the head like some people <laughs> just came in and fucking escorted him off his 
excuse broadcast. Me, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Go. Go. Oh, good God in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. And the only reason they're having it there against all their human uh, rights infractions. Oh, we're, we're lagging. Sorry. What I was going to say, like, that's the only reason we're having it in China is because regardless of their human rights infractions, for lack of a much stronger term, they just they were able to uh, offer the most money to this Olympic committee. You know, like it's all it is. They are the shysterous. I think the only people more shystery are like the FIFA World Cup fucking real oh deal God. Colombians that are fucking Didn't they build off. that entire stadium in like the most inhospitable place on the planet? And it was only like Himalayans that were working and they like hundreds of them died from because you shouldn't build a soccer stadium in the middle of the desert. They were also like, got quoted like, yeah, it's going to cost like, you know, 200 million to make. And they're like, oh, we misquoted. You need to give us, we've already started. And if you still want to have this event here, we need another 300 million. So what do you want to do? How's your arm feeling behind your back? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hot take, Olympics cool? Yes. But yeah, no, I think I think once you start like you were you were talking about the the, the famous snowboarder, what's his name? Sean whatever. Sean White. Yeah. Sean White. Like you kind like I don't like am I an old man for just being like I I don't know how to judge. Like I don't know how to conceptualize snowboarding. I think it all looks cool. And when you're really good at it, it looks really good, but I don't get it. Which I guess is sure. like skiing. Like, I also don't get skiing. Like, the old school way is just like, look at this guy or this gal going super fast, just long. She just went the longest amount of space, you win. Gold medal. Like, it's that, like, ancient human sort of, like... Like cool, you jump the furthest, you you win a you win a medal. Whereas like skateboarding and snowboarding, it's it's more ephemeral. It's more it's like interpretation, I guess. I think yeah. So I am with you. I'm more literal. Yeah, I need the old school sports. That's like I want to see how long this guy can last skiing across a long distance and I want to see if he can shoot that target with a gun he has on his back that he has to disassemble and assemble between each event. That's all I need. I know if he hits the target and if he's still on two feet he's, I can judge it. (laughs) Yes, yes. Because I can't do that. That's something I can't do. I'm too scared to do. I can't do it. But yes, like, like, and then when that meets, like, a Sean White snowboarder, you're like, the reason this Olympic event is an event is because there was a time in history where these Nordic people on skis had to shoot guns at an invading force. And those people are still around, and they keep doing it, so it's like, why don't we... Yes bring them to the show and now like it seems so archaic and antiquated but that is literally just it was like we used to teach our children to ski and shoot guns at 
Nazis, Russians, Americans, whomever, whomever the uh, the English. Right. I w- and I, I, if I were to attempt, even if I were to go down a snowboard at that slope, if I were able to drop in, which they drop in, which I think I could do, but I would instantly regret it because the speed I would hit would be wildly uncontrollable and dangerous. And I would, I wouldn't, I would want to stop, but I couldn't. So I'd hit that next curve and I would ch- no, undoubtedly break my neck or back or whatever. Sure. But I feel like if I get a year or two, I do some tr- stamina training. Mm-hmm. I get in my Bantha fucking tank and I, you <laughs> know, strength bands. Uh, do some exercise, do some breathing exercises, do some, do some deadlifts for my legs. Mm-hmm. I, I can get on a set of skis and, and just hoof it, put a podcast in, right? A few of them. Yep. And oh, I yeah. go, and then obviously I'd have to train, shoot at some targets. But put me in, coach. I could do that. But like put me down on like a slalom ski jump, I will die. So give me yes. the curling. It's got finesse. I'm not going to take away from those curlers. Obviously, I'm not saying I could do it instantly, but... Give me a stipend, Canada. My arts stipend. <laughs> my sports stipend. Once we get our MacArthur grant for our podcast, we can... <laughs> Put the time in. I feel like winter is the most ex- accessible of sports. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, Like, because it has those outliers that you could potentially get in yeah i'm gonna call you back because the lag is weird